get ready to tap into the minds of the founding fathers of SEO. Rocket, rocket to the next generation of search engine optimization 3.0 with traffic that will put your website into a head-on collision. Decades of combined SEO expertise give their take on the world of SEO. Now, here are the princes of PageRank, the heroes of HTML, the sultans of search, the SEO, SEO Rockstars. All right, everyone. Welcome to the SEO Rockstars. It is one minute before we are not found. So that means it's 4.03 at, on uh, February 16, 2016. This is Chris Boggs, founder of Web Traffic Advisors. And I'm glad that everyone has decided to join us either live or uh, listening to this podcast sometime in the future. Frank Watson, my faithful co-star, co-host, co-rock star, as well as our awesome curator of content. How are you today? Good, mate. Uh, we've got some interesting things to uh, have a look at this week, and uh, hopefully it will give some good insights into what's going on. And Let's talk about a quick um, thread that was started over at uh, webmasterworld.com, which to me is still uh, the greatest of the um, communication forums in our industry. You and I, Frank, obviously have thousands of posts at Search Engine Watch forums, but we've been thousands of minutes and, and weeks gone from there. Yeah. Uh, but um, when I do still, it's like that um, uh, Dos Equis guy. Uh, I don't really often go to forums, but when I do, <laughs> I do go to webmasterworld.com. And Martini Buster, uh, you know, is the guy who's uh, somebody we highlighted one of his great articles last week, in fact, uh, about uh, the recent uh, sort of outlook of SEO. But how he's got SEO, how SEO best practices became irrelevant. What you need to know to compete better in the SERP. So this is a thread that was started by Martini Buster, uh, uh, who, as we know, is Roger Monti, and he's up in the Boston area. But anyway, uh, check out this uh, thread. Frank, what are your thoughts on it? This is good. Yeah, I mean, it just goes through some general stuff and, and you know, sort of tries to cut away the correlation use that a lot of people go. And, and the one sentence that I like is, Assuming that if something sounds plausible, that it must be in the algorithm. This is a leading excuse for poor SEO practices. That that pretty much sums up what you know, this article is about. It's sort of showing you that you know certain things shouldn't be taken as just for granted because you've yeah. seen it written about a lot. You know, and so it's and, a little bit of a departure from Roger's usual stance on our industry. No, I, you know, I love Roger for that. Is because he. Um, you know, he's been one of the cranky old guys, as it were, for a long time, right? And we need, I'm, I'm one too. I mean, some of the people have crankiness because they, you call an alt tag uh, instead of an alt attribute or a title tag, which yeah. you know, still grates like on a chalkboard to me. But, uh, you know, people like Roger are not afraid to say it how it is. And it's important, especially in the SEO world, to read a lot of different opinions. And there may be a lot of data backed and data scientist backed stuff that's out there that seems completely plausible. But, you know, you still have to have proof of, and in terms of the proof that we know it is when John Mueller or someone like that says so at Google, right? Not when we all collectively, based on the data that we can get, which is, and, and we usually make good decisions on that, uh, it's still not from the horse's mouth, right, Frank? Oh, exactly. I mean, you can gather, uh, you know, 
a bunch of us together and we can see certain things and make some conclusions on why it was, but we're, we're just guessing, you know, we're making an educated guess, but it, until Google comes out and says, well, actually it's this, uh, there are the possibility that we're completely blindsided because even though it's a certain number of elements are impacted, it could be caused by something else. And that's the thing with Google not having, you know, transparency, best case of what you can do when you're testing and trying to stay in front of the curve is make some conclusions and, you know, and realize that you're not stating scientific facts until Google comes out and says yes or no. And uh, more than yeah. more times than not, it's no. Yeah. And so we were just talking about AMP. When we come back, we're going to talk about it from a slightly different perspective during our technical second period of our hockey theme show. So stay with us on SEO Rockstars. We'll be back with you in a minute. Listening to the SEO Rockstars exclusively on WebmasterRadio.fm. Are you paying too much for your paid advertising? Or have you quit altogether because it seemed like a huge waste of money? I'm David Ogletree, president of WME Training. Did you know that companies waste 25% of their PPC spend on average? At WME Training, we can show you how to make your AdWords account a lean, mean, converting machine. Whether you're just starting out or want to take your skills to the next level, we have a class for you. Contact the marketing experts at WMETraining.com. Reinventing keyword research, simplifying campaign optimization, redefining competitive analysis. SpyFu brings you an entirely new way to find the most profitable keywords for your SEO and PPC campaigns. New tools, new data, and a brand new look. We've streamlined SpyFu so that you can optimize your search engine marketing more efficiently, more accurately, and more intuitively. Visit SpyFu.com, that's S-P-Y-F-U.com, and start downloading your competitors' keywords now. Try it free. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Now, let's get back to jamming and spamming with the SEO Rockstars, exclusively on WebmasterRadio.fm. everyone thank you for staying with us here on seo rockstars and we're going to get into our second period of topics we're going to shift it a little bit more technical and we're actually going to jump back at first to 
the AMP topic. There's an article at Information Week, which was published, uh, I guess the 24th was last Friday or Thursday, uh, March 24, 2016. Google pumps up cloud platform with machine learning. So uh, Google execs at the GCP Next 2016 conference Pitch the company's cloud platforms by highlighting advantages, including security, commitment to open source, and machine learning. So um, one of the things, uh, you know, that this article is basically saying is that they have uh, an eye towards dethroning cloud computing leader Amazon. In the future, almost everything will be done in the cloud because it's simply a better way of doing computing, said Google CEO Sundar Pichai in the opening remarks at this conference. Frank, what are your thoughts here? And, and, and then let's quickly talk about um, if there's any uh, implication from a SEO perspective here. Well, I think the part of it, I mean, machine learning obviously is going to impact if they're, if they're using machine learning to take over the algorithm, you know, or impact the algorithm on any level, then it's something that we'll have to keep an eye out. And that's why I've, I've just started playing with their uh, TensorFlow, which is this open source uh, machine learning framework that they've got out there, which you know, I haven't been able to spend enough time with it. You know, by next week, I should have a better grasp of it. But, you know, it does seem to show, show you, you know, how and it's about search. You know, it's about how you can use this and set it up. So, you know, it could be interesting to set something up in the cloud. Uh, and do some uh, searches and see how things are being ranked and uh, then see if that also impacts the way uh, Google's doing stuff. Yep, yep. I, I agree. It's a good point. And, you know, personally, I have some issues with the way Google handles some things. Like um, I just, unfortunately, my new Lenovo had a weird death on me yesterday and I've, got to, I've had to go back to my old one and, and just... Um, it was the way that it was set up. Uh, it, it used to be that I could have Gmail as one app and I run one email account that doesn't have the ability to tie into inbox because it's through an enterprise email account, right? That And that admin has to enable the inbox app, which I personally use with my Gmail. So um, I now have to have literally Firefox for the one and Chrome for the other. And it's, Kind of a pain in the ass because they've they've done some. Uh, if, yeah, I'm allowed to say that on internet radio, um, but you know it's just sometimes Google seems to I think overstep its its decisions and they've always been a test fast fail fast kind of company, um, but you know sometimes it's a little bit of a pain and and I wonder uh, in this case and, and and actually I understand the value of the cloud and so forth, but I think there's that the cloud is sometimes being overused. And it would be interesting. I mean, I guess you could say that. Would you, could you argue that all the databases are essentially in the cloud, right? For for what they're basing all their rankings on. So. Yeah, so. and and you know, I mean, that's the thing. You know, you're saying about the your computer crashing. You know, I've gone through a couple in the last twelve months, and the one thing I love is, you know, I get the new computer, I put uh, the Chrome browser in, and hey presto, as soon as I log in, all my you know bookmarks are there, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, all of that. So, I mean, yep. that's a really good feature. Uh, you know, think about how that was when one of our computers crashed six or seven years ago. And it was you know, like, it's oh, a good oh. point, and it could be because I'm using the uh, the uh, stealth mode or whatever it's called. Uh, yeah, uh, and, but, that, but it, it sort of, 
it's indicative also of just how deep these search engines have, you know, knowledge of what we've done and what we're doing. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and then it surprises me that they, they're not personalizing search a lot more. Yeah, you know, they've got that ability. They literally know between retargeting and everything else. I mean, they know everywhere and everything that you engage in if you're using a browser, their browser. It's the yeah. creepiness yeah. level threshold factor, right? It's like probably somebody, the more excited and seemingly click through e they are on stuff that's highly creepy, the probably the more they'll feed it on you, I guess. Uh, yeah. Um, a quick a thing on machine learning. Speaking of machine learning, how about that Twitter bot that turned into like a Nazi Trump loving um, something or other? They uh, some artificial intelligence they unleashed on Twitter, and it took like twelve hours for her to become <laughs> a pretty horrible member of society, according to some of the articles I wrote. But that is kind of a, a concept of machine learning. And there's another one here that you have, Frank, for today's topics. It's TensorFlow. Dot org. Uh, tell us about um, this as a, as a location to find topics related to machine learning. Well, I mean, TensorFlow is the open source that Google has put out to, you know, for people to learn about how machine learning works. You know, and it, literally the tutorials and everything that they've got, they'll let you use your cloud space uh, that they give you and you can set things up. So that's what I was saying earlier. You know, you can engage with their APIs with it. You know, so you really can start learning the rudiments of what machine learning is doing and how you can use it on your own site, you know, that type of thing. You can watch engagement of, of people to your website. It's pretty cool. So, you know, it's definitely something that, you know, moving forward, it wouldn't hurt for online marketers, or at least someone, if you've got a few bodies in your company, someone to look at it, because it does, it's like back when Google first gave out, you know, we we're renting those, the Google appliance, and, yeah. you know, I was working and, and got one, yeah. purely based on, okay, I'll run all of my site's pages through and see how they're ranking them. And then try to get an indication if I if I do something on one page, will it raise or lower it, yeah. so that I could get an idea? Because that back then was using the Google algorithm. Great point, and it, you should have what you said. I just want to repeat that: is that you know, if you have someone that can sort of take some time to keep an eye on stuff like that, uh, it's very useful. Uh, there was the other one where you could annotate pages, and then there was yet another one like that too. That was kind of a folksonomy type of a project. So, um, good point. And and one other thing that I want to do before our next break, uh, from a technical second period perspective, is is bring it directly back to a highly SEO-y one, which I have to say I'm very glad that you bought into uh, the limelight today because it seems that uh, for a couple months now. At least I've been sort of steering people wrong on the whole 301, 302 thing because John Mueller uh, has said over at, Ma, at Google that Moz's screenshot around the uh, 302 versus 301 is wrong. Uh, he said, I don't know about, quote, link juice, <laughs> but I do know how PageRank is handled. There is still confusion on 302, 301 from the olden days. 302s are fine. And last month he actually said in a tweet, that um, that PageRank is uh, you know is definitely passed through a 302. So yeah, no, exactly. Um, you know, I I was guilty of this as well. So see, that's the whole thing. 
And and that was. But it's not guilty. It's, it's just that we're not up to speed, and Google hasn't been proactive on telling us that this is wrong until now, right? And it was. He yeah. said it's a product of the olden days, so they can't blame us on that one. True. That's offensive. No, but I mean, there, and one has to wonder if it's something that was changed over the last couple of years, and they just didn't make it an announcement. Because I'm pretty certain that, you know, I've heard Matt Cutts maybe five, six or even more years ago say that, you know, you need to use 301s because 302s are telling us that it's, you know, a temporary uh, chat, redirect and we're not going to pass along any of, of the uh, link power. It's interesting because Jenny Halas posted six days ago on this roundtable article about it, by the way, uh, published on March 23rd uh, by Barry Schwartz. Uh, she had an interesting uh, comment, which is a John Mueller video uh, where he's got a little Google bot in Google Switzerland uh, thing yeah. um, that um, that offers the more detailed explanation, which is saying that really it is still best setting up a 301, but that Google's overcome. Or this is one of those situations where Google's trying to help webmasters from hurting themselves, I think. It sounds like, yeah. without having watched this video, where they're going to give the PR to the 302 if it seems apparent that that must just be the style of that webmaster, right? Because they might not exactly. know SEO from... CIO, you know? Yeah. There, there were a lot of people that, you know, just by default used 302s because of however it was set up for the tool that were, they were creating their redirects. I think it's a good call by Google. Yeah. And, hey, let's take another break, Frank. I don't mean to cut you off, but I want to make sure we stay kind of on time for our buddy Brasco. So at this point, we will hear from our sponsors, and then we will be back for the exciting third period of our hockey-themed SEO rock stars. Stay with us. You're listening to the SEO rock stars exclusively on webmasterradio.fm. Conversion Conference, the can't-miss CRO event of 2016. Join over 750 people from dozens of countries gathering in Las Vegas, May 18th and 19th, for the biggest industry-wide conversion event ever. Four parallel tracks of top content will allow you to personalize the exact topics that you want to focus on, interact with expert speakers at informal networking events, and birds of a feather lunch table topics. Meet dozens of leading CRO companies face-to-face -face in the expo hall. Get hands-on with pre-conference workshops and master classes. Join us for fun activities such as zip lining and Tim Ash's after party in the presidential suite. Oh yeah, did we mention that it's in Vegas, baby? May 18th and 19th. Conversion Conference last year sold out fast, and it's expected to sell out again. So don't miss it. Go to conversionconference.com for details right now. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics. So you know their SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. 
Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I signed us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Let's get back to jamming and spamming with with the SEO rock stars exclusively on webmasterradio.fm. All right, we are back. Back in black, it's sack. Hey, what about, uh, what's his name, Axel, that's the front man for ACDC. What do you think about that? Front no, man? I know. I, I, it's funny. I was on the phone with my brother for about an hour and a half, and, and that came up, and, you know, it, we were talking about how it, it doesn't really make a difference because it was Bon Scott and even the birdie lead guy, well, I forget his name. You know, that's how much I really care because, to me, ACDC was always Bon Scott, and, unfortunately, we lost him way too early. Yeah. But I think Axel Rose, you know, I mean, he's got a really good voice. I think he can do a good job. But I, yeah, you know, part of me wonders if that was, you know, like an onion report. Well, yeah, that's the whole thing. And now there's like scenes of him coming out of a recording, the same recording studio or practice studio as ACDC and stuff. Who knows? It could just be one of those rumors that's going to turn into a reality because both parties decided it was a cool idea. But let's get back to SEO since, uh, you know, we, we do want to hype our relevance every once in a while um, for, you know, audio optimization for the term rock stars, too. That's the sign of a balanced SEO is you can't always focus on SEO. you got to focus on rock stars, too, and some of the semantic equivalents. So back to SEO rock stars. Is your life? Is your SEO on life support? Here are five ways to check. So I like some of these articles. This one's at smallbiztrends.com. Nice one you found here, Frank. Uh, by higher visibility is, I guess, uh, the uh, the author. Uh, all one word, higher visibility. It's publisher channel content by higher visibility. Cool. Um, so anyway, uh, there's five cool tools in here and five things they're talking about. This broken link checker is a cool one. Um, I usually use one that's a much more laborious one uh, called Xenu Link Sleuth. Uh, this one, uh, I'll definitely have to try it out. Um, what are your thoughts on this article, Frank? Uh, I, you know, I mean, again, you know, good on your small business trends for uh, providing some, you know, decent information. And uh, while it may be covering some of what we consider the basics, you know, for small businesses, that this is a really good, you know, solid little piece that uh, gives you some ideas of what to do. You know, I mean, definitely broken links are something the spiders don't like and they'll soon spit out your site and that's the end of getting yourself indexed. So, you know, I mean, that one's good. Making sure that you don't do the obvious error of you know, screwing up your Robux text file is <laughs> There's many a time I've had someone go, oh, my site's you know, gone out of the search results, and the first thing I do is check the robot text file. 
Or the checkbox in WordPress. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. It's either there or it's actually they figured it wrong, put the wrong, you know, wild card uh, symbol in at the wrong place, and all of a sudden yeah. the site's gone. Now, disallow slash means everything's cool, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I heard. One thing I got to hit them on, though, is I, you know, the page rank, we know now it's gone, right? And yeah. I, I just don't. No, 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 no. no. That's not true. At other, page uh, rank in the toolbars and things like that. The API to be able to access page rank information is gone. It, Google's still using it. You know, I mean, we just don't know. Right, right. So I just, I, I, I think that this has always been the the page rank checker and toolbar page rank. It's always been a very it's a bad topic for our industry because only a few people understand the nuances between what the true page rank is versus what toolbar was and is and may have been and et cetera, right? And it's to me been, I think, problematic uh, on top of the fact that it's called page rank. I'm sorry that Larry Page was born with the last name Page, but you know it's made it extremely confusing for business owners because they just think it has to do with where their page ranks in the in the SERP, all right? Uh, yeah. so, uh, all in all, I just it turns me off to see that in an in article. So I just you know that's to me my one little thing on it. But uh, well, when I when I've replaced the page rank uh, element in my uh, browser is with the Alexa one. Alexa has a little toolbar thingy that you can see where you know it's based on where a particular website that you go to, and most of them aren't in the top one hundred thousand, so it doesn't. But at least you'll know when you're on a page because this small business trends article clocks in. So small business articles actually ranked thirteen thousand and twenty-one. So honestly, I could give a crap about that. For me, it's it's really like, um, and and maybe this sounds flippant or irresponsible, but I can usually get a pretty good feeling of the authority of the page on a relative basis without using a tool. Right? It either looks like crap or it doesn't. Um, I think that, you know, looking at some more specific metrics like Majestic uh, and then comparing, you know, using the same tool uh, is a good idea. So if you're using Alexa for that, I'm, uh, you know, that's fine. I personally, I'm not a big fan. I've never have been of Alexa. Uh, maybe this toolbar page rank kind of like thing is better than the Alexa rank thing. But I, I just don't understand, you know, 13, number 13,000 of what, right? If that, and I would rather honestly be able to then maybe you can explain to me and we could do it on that on another side call or something but does that mean that you know how are you in comparison to your competitors pages that are the same yeah, page right. not to every other day, page in this in the day and age it's not it's more about how you're doing against you know the other people in your niche versus the the overall volume and everything else to that you know so there's that yeah, so another couple of great articles that we got to hit on, by the way, this is the third period quick hits and penalties. Uh, so uh, we got to try to find some ding. And you know, SEOs, we can always find something to uh, that there's an opportunity in uh, an area of opportunity, not a, not something bad, but rather something that's, that represents something good that could happen. Brandon Gale has a good article um, at brandongale.com, 10 big ways. SEOs change over the past decade. So we've talked about this um, growth, penetration, 
Uh, total number of sites, Google searches, uh, search engine market share, uh, content creation, Google algorithm updates. So there's a nice little highlight in there. It's a nice big infographic that I think yeah, is so, pretty so cool. He's definitely good at providing you know, sort of very clear-cut infographics. That's why I threw that one in. And then like the, the, the next one is uh, from our very good friend, Marcus Tandler. Uh, the stuff that he's doing over there at OnPage is really phenomenal. And uh, nowadays, you know, link, link building and everything else is, you know, most probably the hardest part of, you know, you assign it out to someone in the SEO team or if you're doing it yourself, knowing how to do it effectively, where to find them and all that sort of thing. So, I mean, they have this link tutorial and it's at uh, it, Marcus is on page.org is, you know, Germany based and is originally in German, but, you know, he manages to get everything in English as well. So the URL for this one is en.onpage.org forward slash knowledge hyphen base forward slash tutorials forward slash link hyphen tutorial. And it's a really good tutorial about link building and links in general. And, uh, you know, I had to give him props on this. And we're actually most probably going to have him on as a guest to give us some more insights into it, especially yeah. I want to know who draws his cartoons and if he personally posed for the Superman dude. <laughs> I, so that one's always been good. And then the ones that Yost has, that whoever's doing those cartoons is, is doing a pretty good job as well. Yeah, I like him. So um, last but not least, um, a quick hit from the Content Marketing Institute. Tom Watley published on March 16th, Content Distribution Strategies and Tools to Drive Traffic. Uh, Frank? Yeah, I mean, this isn't too bad. You know, it, again, it's, you know, it covers some of uh, the more well I like BuzzSumo. Yeah, but I mean, Cora. Yeah. You know, Cora's starting to really, uh, you know, get a lot of pages ranked into the search results, you know, uh, across the board because it's one of these, you know, like it's the replacement to Yahoo Answers virtually. I mean, I, Craig Newmarket from Craigslist, uh, he did a Q&A over there the other day and, and got some serious volume to it. They're doing that. They're bringing in some high-end people to uh, answer specific questions. You know, and he was answering them about not only just Craigslist, but about you know, the startup uh, environment over in the San Francisco Bay Area. So, you know, I mean, there's, there's some good stuff there. I've been spending some time helping people with uh, some SEO and PPC stuff. So, you know, it's a place where... You don't get any direct link juice, but it's getting volume and people are clicking through. So, you know, you can drive some traffic that way. It's a good way to, you know, get people aware of your You're stuff. You're talking about Quora, by the way, just so yeah. that everyone remembers. Yeah. Great. Um, well, we're going to... Yeah. We're going to have to call it. I think we're getting to the end of our time here. Uh, Reddit, also, were you going to mention... There's, there's a bunch of them. You know, I mean, this one's really good. It mentions a few you know, different places that you can go and where people are coming to look for specific information. You know, hence, it's the Content Marketing Institute that you know, are keeping an eye on what's going on with content and where you can find different aspects of it. So, mm -hmm. I mean, this isn't a bad one if you're looking. And you get a lot of people that want to know, you know, how can I generate some traffic to my website because I spent all my budget on building the thing and now I've got to get some money to uh, be able to do the next levels. And this isn't a bad idea to do some stuff, you know, guerrilla marketing-wise. 
Yeah. And by the way, uh, mentioning Reddit, uh, it was nice to see Brent Casoras down in Florida recently. And he gave a nice presentation on Reddit. Uh, so you should check out some of his content and strategies on that as well. So with that, we have come to the end of another SEO Rockstars. And uh, thankfully, the last week in March, it's been a tough month. Uh, let's uh, rock on and we'll see you next week. Uh, and it'll be our first show of April. Rock on, Frank. Have a great one, mate. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.